Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about simplifying advanced attack detection. It can be done. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with Ofer Israeli. He's the founder and CEO at Elusive Networks. Ofer, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom, for having me. Ofer, let's start by defining what we mean by advanced attacks. Now, I assume you're talking about more than what we regard as just APTs. Right. So when we, we're talking about advanced attacks, we're really talking about an organization that has set itself a very specific target that they're after, and they're willing to invest whatever resources are required to attain that target. So they're very precise, very accurate, and very thoughtful as for what they want to do. When we think about these types of attacks, the way it's actually carried out is that there is always obviously infiltration into the organization, which many times is based on human interaction, so phishing campaigns, things of that nature, quite easy to achieve today. But once attackers are inside the organization, then the fun really begins because that there's a whole process of internal reconnaissance, mapping out the network, understanding what is what and how to move between the various different machines to reach the objective that they're after. When we're thinking about these types of attacks, we're talking about ones that have profound business impact. So we can think about multiple different ways this comes into play whether it's organizations that have undergone tremendous IP theft, and there's been numerous cases of very sensitive data that has been stolen. We're seeing a fraud attacks across the globe. If you think about everything we're seeing as an example in the SWIFT network, or all of the attacks against the SWIFT components within the banks and the money that is being transferred uh, between these organizations, and we're seeing dramatic impact on the brand's health in, that, in the sense of obviously grabbing the headlines that we all don't want to be associated with. Oh, for how would you categorize the various approaches that exist today for detecting advanced attackers? So we see um, a number of different fronts, actually, and we'll maybe talk about three different kind of categories. Category number one is a technology category. And there we're seeing multiple different technologies being utilized to try to uh, get ahead of the game and detect these types of attackers. Uh, there's been many different ways in doing so. We've seen a lot of activity in the world of threat hunting in the more sophisticated organizations have built teams for analysts to actually go out and proactively find the risk within the organization. We've seen companies utilize the world of uh, SIM to a better manner, where they really build sophisticated uh, rule engines or rules uh, that will actually apply into a certain sequence of events to understand when something bad is happening. And we've seen some additional research of the world of uh, honeypots, where more companies are investing in building their own homegrown systems or incorporating uh, additional uh, such offerings in order to capture the attacker once he's within the network. But alongside that, from that technology standpoint, there's another philosophical shift that we've seen where many companies have found that they are not able to detect the attack fast enough and accurately enough, especially with the high amount 
of false positives that they see in their SOC today. And they've engaged incident response teams and processes to try to handle an incident when it happens more effectively and efficiently. And I think that is interesting and definitely a direction we want to optimize in our path, but it's also a challenging one because we cannot give up on detecting when the attacker is within. We have to be able to do so. And so finally, the third kind of approach has been in the world of cyber insurance, where there's been very active discussions and already some progress being made of companies that have said, you know what, I'm not going to catch an attacker in time. I'm not maybe even going to respond to the attacker if I do know he's in there. So I want to be covered from an insurance standpoint to minimize or to put a cap on, on the risk that I'm actually taking. So, Ofer, to some extent, you've talked about the main strengths and weaknesses of these approaches, but you've also suggested that there's a key opportunity that these approaches fail to exploit. What is that, and how does deception then help organizations? Yeah, I think the main challenge with, with these types of solutions and approaches is that the reality is that when you're, look, you're talking about a very sophisticated group of individuals that is carrying out this advanced attack. They are not going to be found by any trivial means, right? They incorporate methods and methodologies to make sure they remain below the radar or within the noise that the organization has in general. But I think as a security industry, we've kind of overlooked a very important part within that attack life cycle. And that is that the attacker, he has a lot of learning, exploration, and propagation that he has to carry out for a successful advanced attack to occur. That lateral movement phase within the attack life cycle is necessary for an attacker, but it's also the area he's most vulnerable in. It's an area he doesn't understand the network well, he doesn't understand the organization well, and he needs to figure a whole lot in order to actually succeed in this type of attack. And that's exactly where deception comes into play. Because if we think about endpoint-based deception, one that on each and every machine within the network, we can build a reality for the attacker that is different from the real reality, that leads the attacker into learning incorrectly. And when you learn incorrectly, you act incorrectly. And that action can be found very precisely by the organization. So we remain with a solution that is very effective against the attackers, but at the same time doesn't create any noise for their organization. is one that is silent and quiet and only surfaces malicious behavior. So maybe it's worthwhile to give an example of what lateral movement is and why deception comes into play. Think about a burglar coming into a house, right? He's after the safe where the family's precious necklaces are. But going into the house, he doesn't really know the house well yet, right? He lands inside the living room, if you will. He sees three doors in front of him, leading to three adjacent rooms. Maybe he moves to the next room, sees another couple doors, moves into the next room, and so on and so forth until he's able to find the safe. With deception, replay that same kind of scenario. The burglar comes in, but he no longer sees the three doors or the couple of doors in the next room. But in each room, he sees 10 doors or 15 doors. Three of those doors are real. 
the rest are deceptive doors. The thing is the doors all look and feel the same. So when the attacker actually goes out and tries a door and walks into, tries to walk into the next room, he's setting off alarms in the background without even realizing that. Every time he makes a mistake, somebody knows, right? And then the attacker can obviously be found, tracked, and the attack mitigated altogether. To top that off, I would say that we need from a business perspective to not treat every entity as equal. We need to understand where our business risk really lies and be able to map out what are the so-called crown jewels of the organization and see any attack in light of the proximity to that crown jewel. Not all attacks are born equally. If one is a mere hop away, a more critical asset for the business, we should treat it with a priority way higher than an attack that is 100 hops away from that same crown jewel. Ofer, as you've described deception technology, it sounds like a terrific concept, but it also sounds like it's extremely difficult to actually do. What's your insight there? Yeah, I agree with you, Tom. Um, if you think about deception uh, in a philosophical manner of how I can actually go out and, and build all of these realities and weave them into the real reality, and if I need to do all of this in a manual process, that becomes, frankly, impossible to get right. Definitely when we're thinking about you know, medium-sized organizations or large organizations, I can't build the story in a manual manner that would be to the level that would really fool these very advanced adversaries. But there is a way to actually make all of this magic happen. And that's if you're able to completely automate the process. And if you're able to incorporate machine learning and AI to analyze the organization, analyze what are the attack paths that exist today, analyze the risk metrics in, in accordance with the distance to the crown jewels, and in accordance with all of that learning to build out a deception strategy and carry out that deception strategy completely automatically, then you can achieve that at a very light cost. That means that you don't need to invest in figuring it out by teams and teams of people, but you can rely on a system that is, can do that for you. Oh, for as I've spoken to security leaders over the past year, year and a half, I've heard a lot of interest in deception technology. Who is actually using this now and how well is it working? So at Elusive, we see actually various different types of uh, customers. We're talking about the enterprise arena. I don't see uh, this is a, a, a great fit for very small organizations. But if you look at the enterprise world and um, you think about uh, how this can be uh, improved inside the, or used inside the enterprise world, we're seeing on the one hand, some very small enterprises that typically don't have a very sophisticated security posture and don't have teams and teams of people, but have maybe you know, one or two folks carrying out security in IT. And they're utilizing this technology exactly in regards to the lightweightness of it that I just described previously. So they get ahead of the curve in terms of security, but they also don't need to incur the overhead of managing the solution and going through, God forbid, the amount of false positives that other security solutions generate. On the other end of the spectrum, we're seeing very mature companies, um, some of the biggest brand names in the world that 
really understand security to its full extent, have uh, um, a lot of expertise inside that domain and field, and are looking for a way to really leapfrog everything that's been done in order to catch advanced adversaries. They understand the business risk, they understand how profound it is to their business, and they want to ensure they have the best way to actually find these types of attackers and mitigate that type of risk. So I think it's a good fit for the enterprise world in general, and we see that very clearly with Elusive. Um, moreover, I would say that you, you are not the subject of an advanced attack every day. Obviously, when it hits, you know about it, right? Because it's one that has such a big impact on the business. But you really want to go out and prepare for this attack before it happens, as opposed to running all around when it does happen. And so many of our customers are also using the technology in order to reduce their attack surface prior to anything happening and improve their security hygiene through the visibility that can be provided via the solution itself. So this is an ongoing kind of way to work with the solution and ensure that you're in the best shape possible for when you really do have that bad day that's coming at you. Well, very good, Ofer. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Tom. It was great talking to you. Again, we've been talking about simplifying advanced attack detection, and I've been speaking with Ofer Israeli, the founder and CEO of Elusive Networks. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.